Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Boy, did Justin Fields, the Minnesota Vikings, all the Chicago Bear players crap the bed. Monday Night Football games have been awful. We're going to break down the end of that game and the week number 13 waiver wire ads as we walk into week number 13. Who do you add? Who's available in your week on your week 13 waiver wire? The fantasy football show begins right now. Live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the fantasy football show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. Live whenever news breaks. Live after games. We're here to recap that awful Monday Night Football game. Monday Night Football games have become an absolute travesty. Um, They're the new Thursday Night Football. Like Thursday Night Football has been glorious compared to Monday Night Football games. But that was an atrocious uh, lack of fantasy football production across the board. Um, absolutely just pitiful. If you've had, you had any of those players tonight, you were like just on pins and needles, like waiting for a catch, waiting for any sort of remnants of fantasy football scoring. Not, not even much to go over on that. I think we just jump, jump straight into week 13. Maybe any week 12 Monday night football questions you have, you can throw at me in either a question or a phone call, but I don't even want to go over that game. I just want to go over the Week 13 waiver wire ads, which it's tough to say at this point in the season who's available in what league because, honestly, you know, Keaton Mitchell is going to be there in some leagues, some Shark leagues he won't be available. Uh, Roshan Johnson was actually probably one of the more uh, impressing players tonight, I would say, if there were any impressive players at all. Um, he looked pretty pretty darn good. I just don't know if they're going to continue to use him a whole bunch more going forward. We we hope he, he is utilized. Tonight's game, 10 carries for 35 yards. It wasn't like he was an absolute beast on the ground, but Roshan Johnson did have, um, what was it, 40 yards on five receptions. The, the key takeaway here is that the Bears offense and the Vikings blow. Absolute blow. But... In the passing down situations, they seem to be trusting Roshan. They also seem to want to potentially, I don't know, unveil their rookie and test it out. Test the test the, 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 the quality of the product. And I think that they're liking what they see from Roshan. They may potentially, potentially be thinking about this guy as their future starting running back. And they're giving him some run. So definitely somebody we need to start considering on waivers again because he's been dropped in a, in a number of leagues. If Keaton Mitchell's available, though, Keaton Mitchell's still my top running back to add uh, given given the percentages of likely available players in fantasy football right now. There's not a lot. Some of you might have some better options than this, so bring it to the table if you do. Keaton Mitchell's available in 40% of leagues. And while he still isn't being utilized 
properly. He did catch two passes for 25 yards. He's so efficient. He's like scratching at the surface of becoming maybe that, I don't know, high-end flex, maybe low-end running back too. But will he ever get there? We don't know. But he's certainly just like itching to get to to, to show and prove to you that he is a, a fantasy football gem. Uh, nine carries for 64 yards, 7.1 yards a pop. The week prior was kind of a disappointing week, right? Eight carries for 33 yards, one catch for eight yards. The week prior to that, though, 11 yards per carry on three carries, 34 and a touchdown. The week before that, 15 yards per carry, not uh, uh, nine carries, 138 yards. There's a lot of upside in Keaton Mitchell. And when I look down the list of RBs right here, I really don't see any RBs that stand out as league winning unless, let's say, Spears, who got banged up in, in, in the game, was to get injected into the starting lineup and is healthy and Derrick Henry's out for the year. So he's down at the bottom here, but he's still worthy of a stash. And Bigsby, same thing. Um, now, Dearness Johnson's also in the mix. Um, pardon the, the different colors here. Uh, Dearness Johnson is definitely in the mix, but Bigsby, Dearness Johnson, if they were ever injected into the starting lineup for whatever reason, um, knock on wood, we don't want anything to get to happen to ETN, who did suffer a chest injury but appears to be okay. They could vault into the... I don't want to say win a league territory, but they would be very, very solid players. Um, Roshan could also be in that category, but the only one that screams I am a win a league player if I get into my lineup is Keaton Mitchell. And he's even got more value than that. He doesn't necessarily need to be the absolute lone starter. Roshan, uh, Zach Moss got more work and more run this week than he probably we probably anybody anybody probably expected because it looked like JT was consuming the entire backfield and now Zach Moss pops into the equation yet again. I think we even mentioned that before week 12 kicked off that you know this is an easy guy to cut or an easy guy to act like doesn't doesn't like I don't know have have uh, any relevance but could easily pop back into the picture like he just did. Cream Hunt obviously if healthy and on the field, he's he's potential touchdown threat every time he gets the football. Lat Murray, Latavius Murray's looking more and more involved in his offense. Hubbard, you know, always a, a solid pickup. P. Ryan's looking kind of, I guess, interesting to, to some to some degree. Uh, McKinnon was a scratch; he's still down here. But these are these are the RBs that you need to be looking at in your league. The wide receivers are kind of a tough. Tough situation. Like Christian Watson, let me pull up his availability and see how how many leagues he's available in, just so I can give you accurate numbers. He was cut in a plethora of leagues, walking into week number twelve, and so the data is weird because it was like he wasn't a guy you talk about on waivers, but walking into the week, everyone gave up on him, and the man is available in thirty percent of almost all leagues right now. That's a high number. That's high enough to crack this list. I'll even put somebody that's available in twenty five percent of leagues on this list and have a caveat talk about them from a perspective of okay they might not be available in a lot of leagues but 22 percent. but you need to keep an eye out for your on your waiver wire for this guy or maybe even just to talk a trading talking point like hey if you can get this guy thrown into a deal in your league watson 30 percent qualifies and watson has been a end zone target machine the entire season and if you were a box score Bobby and you didn't watch any of the Green Bay games, you wouldn't know that. You just think he's garbage. But he, it's a lot of it hasn't even been his fault. It's been bad targets by Jordan Love, who's back on 
on point in terms of some of his passes, his accuracy, his ability to navigate and manage the game flow. So Watson, to me, is very much on the up and up. And there's a chance we see the guy we thought we were going to get all year long at the end of the season. So if he's available, he's arguably the top pickup of the week if you're wide receiver needy. If you're also looking for another wide receiver um, that might be available in some leagues, and he's not going to be in, in Shark Leagues, but he will be available in a lot of Grandma Leagues, and, and really good leagues that just have short, small benches, but 73% ownership uh, of, of Rice. 70 to 73. That means that roughly 30% or a little less than 30% availability Rasheed Rice, who we've said all last week, the week before, the week before, the week before, pretty much almost every week since like week one, two, or three, somewhere around that territory where he started to look like he was kind of coming into his own, but he's a little far away from becoming that player. Rice is one of the highest percentage of uh, our targets per route run receiver in the National Football League. And going into this week, we talked about that a lot, saying that if he just got more routes run, he would have the number one amount of targets in the National Football League per game. Just because that's the way Mahomes operates. This is why Kadarius Toney was such an attractive player in the offseason is because he too was number, I think, two or three in the National Football League in in targets per route run. Kelsey was also in the top three, but so was Kadarius Toney. And that's what got us excited about Tony. His talent level was obviously off the charts, but he's a head case, can't stay healthy. He absolutely busted. But Rasheed Rice is picking up right where Tony left off. And if he just gets the the, the routes run, the number of route run, routes run up uptick, he's going to see more targets than really anybody in the National Football League. So Rice had a fantastic, amazing touchdown, 100-yard game. In week number uh, 12, he had 107 on 8 catches, 10 targets. 10 targets was phenomenal. Phenomenal. He, he, he'd, ha- he'd only had 2, 5, 5, 6, 4 in the previous you know games. And if you look at his, his game log, you'll see uh, yellow and red, redded out uh, target um, percentage columns. Nothing's greenlit. Nothing is like in the greens. Nothing's in the amazing category. Until this game, 10 targets. And again, that goes back to targets per route run. He gets some of the most targets per route run. Just doesn't get a lot of routes. Now, that is changing. Mahomes is finding his groove. Mahomes is obviously needing Rasheed Rice to continue this. To continue his success. And I think Rice is only going to go up from here. You could argue that Rice is probably even the safer add. If we want to put him right here. And put uh, Watson and Reed down here. Reed's also a very, very strong, strong option if you need a wide receiver and he's available. Watson and Reed are both awesome. Dobbs is also on here. All three Green Bay wide receivers are on the waiver wire list. Uh, Love is also on the waiver wire list. Love and Stafford are probably the top two uh, ads at the quarterback position. And if we look at um, Jordan Love's availability in most leagues, we'd say something along the lines of if I'm averaging it out 50%. He's available in 50% of leagues. Now, deep leagues with huge benches, he won't be. You might have to dig into the O'Connells 
Aaron Rodgers coming back in mid-December. I know a lot of people think that's a pipe dream, but it does seem like it's still on on track. If if anything else but for Aaron Rodgers to get ready for next year, he's looking at it differently than you and I are looking at it. We're looking at it like if they're not going to make the playoffs, why do it? He thinks he's going to be fine and not rushing it, and he wants to get ready. He wants to get a sense of football. He wants to get a sense of camaraderie with the with the camaraderie with his uh, with his 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 team, and he wants to have that 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 uh, that rapport built with his squad. So that's that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to play. If you need a quarterback in Superflex, especially Aaron Rodgers, might be available. Minshew is also back on the map. Had a, a pretty solid day. O'Connell's getting better and better each week. Um, tough to say how 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 much you know consistency he's going to bring to the table. But if you're in dire need for a for a QB, that is who you're going to want to grab a scoop up. I, I would say you know if I was ranking these these quarterbacks, Love and Stafford, I'm I'm probably going to say Love's the better option. Um, but Stafford probably has the more more capability this coming week. Uh, more capability. I think for the short term, the reason I probably put Love ahead of him is because he's struggling Stafford with injuries. The UCL injury is not going to necessarily go away, and Love's at least healthy. And if you're looking for that playoff push without any interruption in play, you definitely want Love, I think, over Stafford. But they're both the, the best options. If you need a quarterback, these are the top options of the week. You need a running back, these are the top options, and maybe Zach Moss, maybe Lat Murray. Uh, some would say, you know, uh, Stash Zeke Elliott. Some would say some would say that that Hubbard's you know consistent Freeman looked really good even though Kyron did absolutely phenomenal. If if Kyron got hurt again or couldn't stay healthy, then Freeman would definitely be a great great grab. I'd say these two uh, keep Mitchell and Roshan are the top pickups of the week at RB. Top wide receivers, I'm going to say Rice then Watson or Watson then Rice then Reed. Myers is interesting. Hyatt did pretty well. This is a this is a it's a tough thinned out group of waiver wire guys walking into the the remaining weeks 13 on i think that it's only going to get thinner from here week 14 will be slightly thinner than week 13 week uh, 15 is going to be bleak it's going to be a ghost town there's not going to be much available the only thing in weeks 14 15 16 week 13 uh that will be available will probably be recycled player similar to the fact that Zach Moss is available recycled he kind of went you know came into the picture the fantasy picture and landscape then kind of fell out and then came back in same thing with like Zeke Elliott he's kind of come come and gone um Jordan Love come and gone you'll find one or two or three of those guys in each of the positions I think in weeks 14 15 16 but they will be recycled players that have since come and gone and then come back into relevance so not a huge rich waiver wire pool but that is what you get for for waiting this long if you're if you're requiring waiver wire talent to help you win your league. That's it. I, look, that, I know that was, I know that's probably more extensive than most shows would give you because we do it the proper way. And the one way that I would say, but but it's a short show. Uh, we're not done yet. That's just the waiver portion of the show. So 15 minutes, um, a, a quick heavy dose of of what to do. But I'd say if we're talking about the the best pickup of the year and we were to say Rasheed Rice, let's put Rasheed Rice on here. Um, Warren was the talk last week. And I know let's real quickly on the Warren topic, I would say for those that are very, very disappointed in Jalen Warren um, dropping back off, you know, from uh, coming back down to earth, you could say, is that 
there there seems to be a resurgence in Najee, or at least the usage in Najee, but that could quickly change again. So for any reason this guy gets dropped, or if you could in crafty fashion have him thrown into a deal, a last second trade, some of you can't trade right now, but don't discard him. If you own him, hold him. Watch waiver wires in case he gets released in this first wave of, of ad drop. Sometimes the players that get dropped are the players that are absolutely um, some of the best players to pick up for the week. So if he gets dropped, watch the first wave of waivers process. And if he gets dropped, pick him up because he still has win a league potential. Just because he had a bad week, just because this new OC comes in and they use Najee more, doesn't mean he won't reemerge. Similar to what I just said, recycled talent that kind of rises back above. Don't get crazy and, and start uh, start running from this kid. Okay, because he, he absolutely could be um, that guy still. But certainly took a hit in value. Uh, as far as Rasheed Rice being the best pickup of the year, I don't think this is something where we're hitting an 8 or a, a 9 or a 10. I'd say it feels somewhere around the 6 to 7 territory. 6 to 7 is respectable. Um, I don't think anybody on here feels like they're uh, a 10 or a 9. Uh, even, even Jordan Love, I would say Jordan Love is probably somewhere around the... I don't know. Let me let me let me fix this up. Put this Jordan Love. Jordan Love's probably somewhere around the you know seven territory. If you need it, if you need a quarterback very badly, I, I don't think anybody holds this green full go full send territory value of the waiver wire content. I don't think anybody has eight, nine, or a ten. It's just it's somewhere around six, seven for Love. Somewhere around six, seven for Stafford. Somewhere around six, seven for. Rasheed Rice for Watson. Uh, Rasheed Rice and Watson might hold close to eight in terms of being the odds of my best, you know, being the top pickup of the year. Just no one holds this 10. Like 10, 10 is like, 10 is, is A-chan. 10 is, um, you know, Kyron. You know, 10 is any player that, that, that can win a league. Even if we, in retrospect, value them that way. Even if maybe I didn't even tag them as a nine or a 10. 10 is win a league. 10 is somebody that like is dominating and you win a league. I don't see any of the waiver wire guys for this week um, even warranting an 8. It's more so 7s across the board. And that's the nature of the waiver wire. As you go through each week, every week you get deeper in, the more, the less likely you are to find a, a league winner. And and I think that if, if, you, if you look at Jalen Warren from last week, he had the... Mitchell's got like that potential to be eight if they used him right Dell was a 10 out of 10 absolutely but if we sit here and we go okay is Jalen Warren in retrospect even like I understand things didn't go well last this last week but is Jalen Warren still more capable than any of those guys of being an eight or a nine absolutely it just comes down to usage if he gets the work he'll deliver so monitor that bad boy um yeah, so let's get to these super chats, then we'll answer some phone calls, and we'll talk a little bit of week 13, get you guys ready for the ball, Cinderella's. Uh, glad to see you're feeling better, Smitty. We're all happy you're back and high energy level. You're the man. Thank you, Murph. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, I was I was down for like 12 hours. <laughs> you know, like I went live at the 8 p.m. show, just didn't go live at Graveyard, came back, you know, obviously did Sunday football. If I take off time, it's barely a half a day. But um, the crazy part is I cannot, I couldn't have worse luck when it comes to like 
something small. I mean, we're talking about, we're not talking about travesty hitting the house household or anything, but back injury. Like, my back is killing me. I threw my back out at the same time I got food poisoning. And now the, the little ones have what apparently could be the flu. And so it's like, if I get hit with the flu next, it's just one thing after another. I can't escape it. But they're all small things in the grand scheme. I'm very blessed to be, you know, healthy and the whole family and household's healthy, you know, relatively speaking. It's just minor little setbacks, little, you know, nicks and, and bruises and such. But but it's not, it sounds like outside of these studio walls, we got the flu rampant because the little one in there is, is, is about ready to vomit. And, and your boy Smitty's just like, come on. Come on, I just got over I just got over the the migraines and food poisoning that I had with the food poisoning because I had a migraine like you can't believe threw my back out and now I'm sitting here waiting to get the flu. It's just gonna be unreal. Appreciate you, Murph. First super chat always gets a standing ovation. I apologize. I'm gonna give you a standing ovation. Any of the twenty dollar haulers tonight I might do from seated uh positioning because my back is really, really jacked up. But it'll be better in a couple days. Every once in a while I throw the back my back out. Um, I was lifting all kinds of heavy stuff in the backyard, not being smart, but, uh, thank you Murph for being the first super chatter of the evening. You get a standing O. And it's funny cause I, I, I lifted all this stuff ill-advised the way I did it too, lifting two, three, you know, I don't know if they're like 50 to 60 pound stones or whatever. And I do like two or three at a time trying to just limit my, my trips back and forth from the front yard. And, and you know, it was like something small. I leaned over to get the dog toy and it just, <laughs> it just shot out. I felt like I blew my back out in like eight places. Um, but anyway, that it should, usually it takes like a day or two and it's fine. Uh, do I trade Brees for Dak? Have A-Chan, Kamara, Keaton Mitchell, Brees for Dak. Achan, Kamara, Keaton Mitchell, and Najee lost Burrow. I, yeah, I, I I definitely think that's a affordable move for you. That 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 is cost effective. That's not a bad move. Would I try and trade Najee? Sure, but I mean, there's something to say about about Brees ever returning to form until the season's over. Fields can bounce back. He traded Puka and Taysom Hill for Bijan, but traded sorry. Fields can bounce back. I don't know how I feel about that, Vic. But Fields can bounce back, but traded Puka and Taysom for Bijan and Judy before yesterday's game. So before the game, that's solid. I mean, you got Bijan. I'd rather have Bijan over Puka right now. So that's great, great move. Already my favorite trade of all time, Bijan season. Let's go. Bijan looks phenomenal. Let's really hope Bijan is able to unleash in a way that makes him, even with this slow start, we're not trying to take that away. Like, add that in. His entire 17-game season makes him a top eight running back, top seven running back, top six running back. I hope, I hope he goes on such a terror that he's borderline top five, even with his magnificently, horribly uh, misuse uh, slow start. I, I, it would be unbelievable. What's up? Are we trading Chase for Dell right now? Dark Knight. That's a tough one. I, I think that you deserve more. I don't know that you'll get it, and I don't know that you can ask for it. And the chat might tell me, hey, Smitty, I'd take Dell over Chase in a heartbeat. And if you guys feel that way, please vote in the chat. I just feel like for some reason you should get more. Am I wrong to have him think that he can get more? Please tell me in the chat what you think, because I honestly don't know, and I think nobody does know the fair market value on that yet. That's something to be digested. 
Playoffs locked in. Thanks, Smitty. I'm stacked at running back. JT Eckler, Hall, Kyron, H-Han. Do I trade Hall and H-Han for JJ? Uh, I don't hate that move, but, you know, I, I don't know that it's necessarily you need to do that. I, I love H-Han, man. I know a lot of people don't, but JJ's pretty solid. But think about what he's facing coming back. Like, if JJ was in that game tonight against the Bears... It's not like it was the toughest defense in the NFL, bro. You know, think about it. If J.J. was in there, what would he have done? Is Joshua Dobbs, this is what I feared. I mean, he's exciting. Joshua Dobbs is exciting. But he's not, he's not, he is not anything close to Cousins in terms of volume. So I, I just don't, This is this trading for a name? Is J.J. going to even... Is J.J. Cup this year? Is, is J.J. no better than, than Cooper Cup the rest of the season? I don't know I don't know that I would have traded A-Chan for J.J. If I'm doing this, I'm going and getting a different player like Diggs. I'm going, I'd take Cooper Cup probably over J.J. I, I know a lot of people don't probably agree with that part. And I can understand it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm taking a little overboard there because Cup is a worry right now too. But... I just don't know what JJ's coming back to. At least, at least you have McVay's system that that can feed Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup could bounce back, but but we have no idea if JJ could even produce top ten wide receiver numbers with Joshua Dobbs in this pathetic Minnesota attack. Not to mention if JJ has any sort of setback whatsoever on his road back, they're sitting him for the rest of the season. There's no reason to bring him back. I'm scared to death about JJ not being able to come back fully, having some sort of re-injury in the middle of the first game back, him sitting down and everybody going, no, no, and then JJ sits out and then doesn't play ever again. I just don't, I'd rather have A-Chan. I'd rather have the upside of A-Chan than take a gamble on JJ. But that's my opinion. I could be wrong. If anybody disagrees, let me know. Call into the phone line. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Brought to you by Christopher Smith, $430 Super Chat. If anybody knocks off Christopher Smith, their name will be here as well. Um, so dial into the show and let's uh, let's dig into uh, some fantasy football goodness. Uh, week 13, hit me with your questions. I'm here because I work for you. The Jamar Chase helmet came in. I don't know if you guys know, Jamar Chase's signature is one of the worst signatures in in fantasy football. Or in fantasy football, in the NFL. It's one of the worst signatures in the NFL. Look at this signature. It's the, it's the tiniest little signature. It's really small. It's really strange. Uh, but your boy's got the, the Jamar Chase autograph helmet right there. Uh, let's go over to the 813 caller. What is your name, 813, and where are you calling from, young man? Hey, what's up, Smitty? I'm calling from uh, Tampa, Florida. What's your name? Jake. Jake from Tampa. Jake, what can I do for you? So, uh, I got offered a trade earlier today for JJ, and I was going to see what you feel about this. Um, do you want me to give you my full team? Um, yeah, I mean, why don't you just tell me the team, the trade, and then we'll go, if I feel like I need to dig into the why, we'll get into that. So just tell me the trade. Okay. JJ for what? Yeah, so uh, he offered me uh, JJ and uh, Downs for uh, Michael Pittman, 
and uh, Brees Hall. Hall and Pittman. This is a tough one, bro. And, and my initial I sent re- you a, a super chat a few days ago, um, and you went over my team, and you were saying that uh, maybe I should package two, like a Rashad White and a Pittman for an upgrade. I know, like JJ's kind of a, especially after this game, it's kind of I don't know. Yeah, this is this is a pretty pretty sweet uh, Bengals helmet, isn't it? Um, anyway, I would say. Shout out John Michael Wolf. I would say, uh, chat. What are we thinking here? JJ Downs, Hall, Pittman. Let's see what the chat thinks. The problem is Hall is is nothing more than a paper tiger right now. Unfortunately, I hate saying that. I hate saying that. But until this offense shows some life, that could be Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Aaron Rodgers comes back really, really quickly. And I know everybody wants to crap on that, but again, his motivations are different than the motivations you or I might have, where it's like, okay, playoff hopes. He's thinking, look, I don't have much time anyway. I want to make sure I'm in a groove and this offense sees me out there and we have some hope and and the staff believes in me. And we build around that for the draft and we don't just go in wondering what it's all going to be. Like if Aaron Rodgers can go out there and actually do something, can you imagine if they go out there and, and demolish an opponent? Like what that will do for the, the offseason and the psyche and everything. So it will be pretty pretty bad if he goes out there and they look horrible. <laughs> but maybe Brees Hall does return to form for a certain number of games. But at this current moment, I, I don't know how much I trust it. But I would say this. I would say there's a chance that that JJ, there's probably a better chance that JJ helps you at this expectation level than than Hall right now. I hope that changes. I'll be rooting for that to change later, but I guess I would probably say you take the gamble on JJ. The only thing I would say is if you're trading this package, can you get a different receiver that you trust a little bit more? Is Diggs attainable with this same exact package? Yes, Diggs. Can you get Diggs and don't don't ask for downs? Just say, you know what? Let's just do it straight up for Diggs. Because Diggs doesn't come with any kind of injury risk. He comes in an amazing offense, packaged real nice and neat, ready to deliver. And and right now, so, you're it's like you don't know what J.J. can even do with Joshua Dobbs. Yeah. Uh, so I have Tyreek and Evans, and I have Pollard and, and Rashad White. So I'm not even using Brees Hall. So it's really just a Pittman for whatever. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I just can you get digs? I would it, would I take JJ in your situation? Not in every situation. I might tell people in other situations to take Pittman and Hall. I really would. But in your situation, take the gamble on JJ. But can you get digs? I'd take digs straight up. I wouldn't get greedy and ask for downs. I would say I'll do it for digs straight up right now. See what they'll do. Okay. Because yeah, right now I'm I can afford to take a loss. I'm gonna be nine and three and. Uh, I, I'll probably win at least one of the other games uh, before playoffs. Yeah, and for anybody watching, again, I would probably take this Hall and Pittman side if it weren't his situation where he doesn't even – he's never going to use Hall. He, he just has a plethora of running backs, and he can he can afford to take this gamble. I would just rather gamble on a bit safer player. That's all. Would you do J.J. and Warren? J.J. and Warren? Yeah, 
Yeah, that I, now that I'm really liking, bro. And I know Warren crapped the bed, and there's a chance he doesn't, you know, deliver. But I still think there's win a league potential in Warren. I really like this. I take that in a, a millisecond. Gotcha. All right, Jake. Appreciate, it, bro. Jake from I Tampa. All right, uh, let's go over to Marsman Rockout. Marsman Rockout, what can I do for you, pal? Yeah, is there any running back I could probably get to replace uh, Walker if I trade Walker and someone? Uh, good luck. I mean, I don't know that anybody's buying Kenneth Walker right now. I hate to say that, it, but uh-huh. I almost <laughs> don't know if I'm selling him either, though, because the the kickback you're gonna get on a Walker trade is almost not even worth it. Like running, especially running back for running back. If the, your best bet, it might seem illogical, but your best bet is to go after a running back better than Walker, and then you give up another player. To go after an equal player or even quietly equal, you kind of like the player better. No one's doing it. No one's going to step off of another running back into Walker and say, I'll take that chance. You almost have to do something creatively. Like you almost have to do, like, let's call it ETN. Um, ETN's got his own risks, but no one's going to no one's gonna give you ETN for Walker because Walker isn't, he's isn't even playing. But if you throw in something else, uh, with Walker, like let's say you had Pittman and you're going to throw Pittman in, into this deal. Now all of a sudden you have somebody taking Pittman and Walker for ETM because, and you probably have to give them sharps because you're giving them this other piece to the, to the puzzle that maybe makes them feel like, okay, you know what? It's not all on Walker. And that's the, that's the psychology behind a two for one trade is you're trying to get that person to say, it doesn't have to all come down to Walker because you're you're giving them Pittman. When it has to come down to Walker, they'll weigh out Walker's risk 100% against Walker. Whereas if you're throwing in another player, they, they get to dilute or, or divert some of the risk over to Pittman and say, Pittman can pull this weight. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do the two for one. Yeah, I will maybe trade... I don't think they would do it, but Javante and McLaurin for like a cook. Javante and McLaurin for a who? For uh, James Cook. I don't know why he wouldn't do that. I mean, why do you say it like that? Like James Cook is some locked and loaded absolute, you know, monster. He likes his running back for some reason. Yeah, but I mean, that's not that's not a... I mean, James Cook, I'm pulling up James Cook's stats, 43 yards last week. Um, granted, he's had two decent games before that yardage-wise, 109-73. But he's not hes not any sort of lock. He scored one touchdown in the last one, two, three, four, five, six games or so. Yeah. And and Josh Allen's the running back. He's the hes the rusher. He And the short passing game's the running back in Buffalo. Buffalo's one of the one situations in the NFL where they don't need a running back. I mean, they they do. They should have balance. They play their best football when they're balanced. If you look historically back at when they're dominating and feel like a dominating team, is when they have balance. But in their mind, their short running back game is is literally this short passing attack, or their running back game is this short passing attack. 
yeah. and, and Josh Allen. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that I love that trade. But if you could trade Walker away, your best bet to trade Walker away is to go get a wide receiver, man. To trade, like, a, an example, I still use the Pittman, the two-for-one. You trade these two players for a, a Diggs who his owner is fed up with him and wants to get rid of him. Or you trade Walker and you don't even necessarily need to give up Pittman. You could, depending on the wide receiver you get. But if you do uh, like an Adams straight up, Adams is definitely attainable for an RB. A cross-position trades for struggling or injured running backs that still have the potential to be, you know, in the mind of the person acquiring them, a low-end running back one. Like the, the, the person trying to acquire Walker is thinking, what if, what if? What if I'm getting a low-end running back one? What if he... That's what they're thinking. No one's thinking that if they're doing a running back for running back trade because they already have the running back that's supposedly better. Like, they're not going to be like, well, what if I could... They're like, I don't want to deal with that. But anybody that's saying what if, they need a running back so badly. You're trading for a wide receiver and they're saying what if. What if this guy ends up being... I could take the gamble on him. You know, so cross-position trades are the best way to go with Walker, bro. Yeah, unfortunately, the dig owner has like some of the best running backs. I hear you, bro. So, yeah. All right, rock out. Hang Appreciate tight. You, Hang tight, real quick. I'm gonna circle through some other callers. I'll come back right. to you though. Uh, just mute, mute if you wouldn't mind. Uh, okay. Let me let me get these other super chats on screen here. I might answer these in between some of your your calls, guys. So hang tight on that. But let's go over to Draven. Draven. Did you win this week, Draven, with that? No offense, but that uh, that god-awful team you, you traded for, did it win? Did it do its job again? I put up 142, Smitty. <laughs> we won again. Draven, remind me what your trade was again. The ba- the very bad trade. I want to see if this looks better. You know, let's okay, see. Okay. What, what was the trade? Yeah, let me, let me go back to it. You guys remember the awful trade? Let's see if it looks awful anymore. Sometimes you wake up and 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 you got goggles on and things look worse. Sometimes you wake up and things look better. Let's see. We'll, we'll, turn, we'll turn the lights on in the club. We'll see what these players actually look like with the lights on. Go ahead, Draven. Hit me with it. Okay. Camara, T. Higgins, and Laporta. Camara, T., and Laporta. This is what you traded away, right? Yes. And then, and also uh, Kenneth Walker and Godwin. That's all my players. So you traded Kenneth Walker and Godwin. Also, okay. Yeah, and I got Dante Foreman, Tank Dell, James Cook, and Michael Pittman. James Cook, um, Tank Dell, and and who else? Pittman. Pittman. Camara, Walker, T. Higgins, Laporta, Cook, Dell, Pittman still looks awful. I, 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 you guys know I love Tank Dell. You know how much I love Tank Dell, and Pittman's playing pretty solid. Cook's not horrible, but Draven, I'm so excited this has worked out for you. You've been scoring more points than ever. Double wins back to back after the horrible trades. Um, hey, look, it, does it look a little better this week than it did last week? Probably, but. Walker's coming back. Kamara's still very strong. Laporta's still, he's obviously back on his horse, I think. Dell's probably the best, you know, pass catcher in the entire deal here. 
but I certainly don't know how. I don't know. But I, I'm glad you're winning, bro. What else can I help you with tonight? I'm so happy. Yes. And I picked up uh, Rice and uh, Singletary. That was huge for me. Nice. But anyway, can I play? Am I ever going to play Charbonnet over uh, Singletary or James Cook? Charbonnet? Yeah, yeah. No, don't drop him. Look, Charbonnet had a bad matchup. It played the Niners, bro. He played the Niners. He struggled. It is what it is. If he starts next week, he's going to have a chance to really redeem himself. Who do the Seattle Seahawks play next week? I'm blanking out. Um, everybody, everybody in the chat is calling me a liar. Bro. Okay, I'm going to screen something, and I'm going to send it to your email, and I want you to show them that I put up 142. Charbonnet okay? plays, plays Dallas. Did someone say Dallas? He plays Dallas. Hold on. Hold on a second. I forgot. And then he plays the Niners the next week, right? Yes. And then he plays the Eagles. Yeah, that's awful. Charbonnet's got the worst record. Him, hit the worst schedule. Him, him, and him and uh, Walker have the worst schedule. This schedule is awful. It's it's Dallas, San Francisco, and then Philly. <laughs> that is that is the worst. I think that's week thir- uh, 13, 14, and fifteen. And then what is uh, what is the next? The next, let's see, 13-14, Dallas, San Francisco, Philly, then Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Ugh, so bad. So Charbonnet has no chance of really doing much. I still wouldn't cut him, but I don't know that he's usable. These are these are three these are three brutal matchups, but it does depend on what you what you're working with. Cause, you know, it's better to start a Charbonnet who's starting than some scrub. But man, that that is awful. I still wouldn't cut him, but whew, I forgot about the I forgot about this th- string of three games right here: Dallas, San Francisco, Philly. That's like getting kicked in the nutsack three straight times in a row and knowing it's coming. And the way, like, I he didn't get no. He had like three points until it was like garbage time, and they was just throwing him check down, check down, check down, check down. And I was, and they was using that DJ Dallas guy like a lot. Yeah. So, don't cut him though. Don't cut I, him. I'm not gonna cut him. You that uh, the picture of my fantasy team for everybody in the chat saying I'm I don't. Fine. That's fine. They can say what they want. It's all right. Uh, all right, Draven. Appreciate you, man. Call back if you got another question. Draven to the moon. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's go over to uh, Na- uh, Ethan the negative. Ethan, what's going on? Smitty, uh, two QB league. We've never done. I've never done a uh, keeper before. Um, now I traded for Mahomes. Mahomes in the first, or I traded for Dell. I can't remember if I took Dell in the last round or he was undrafted. Who would you keep? Or maybe Olave in the third if the QB situation somehow gets better. So Mahomes in the first. Yeah, yeah, he was the first pick, so I would lose a first-round pick. Yeah, no, I, I mean, him, I the thing you got to think about is, so so we'll call, well, even if we call Dell a 15th-rounder or whatever, the thing you got to think about is where's Mahomes getting drafted in this draft if you throw him back in? Not in the Probably not even in the first round unless it's a 2QB league. Is it 2QB? Oh, it's a 2QB. Yeah, okay. so I think he'd be top – Three picks, yeah, like that's tough. Um, Dell in the fifteenth is great, but if it's a two QB league, I think you do keep Mahomes. 
You keep Mahomes because okay. you're you're yeah, it's a totally different ball game. You do keep Mahomes because you're you're praying for a top three pick in a in a league. Are you gonna get? Do you know what your draft pick's gonna be? No, no. I'm the seventh seed right now. I'm trying to make the playoffs, but the all these injuries to quarterbacks hurt my like Mixon and you know the Browns D and it's Jerome Ford. It's just terrible these QB injuries. Yeah, I, I, one so. thing I would say though to keep in mind, depending on your rules, you might need to look into it. But one one trick of the trade in in keeper leagues is if you write him in, find out what you're writing him in as. Find out from your commissioner. Yeah, ask your commi- don't even ask your commissioner about Mahomes. Ask him about another player. So you're not maybe maybe he's a corrupt commissioner. Let's say Alave, you're keeping Alave for the third in in this conversation with him. You're not going to. You're going to keep Mahomes or Dell. But you mm-hmm. go to him and you say, hey, if I've got like the three point five and the three point seven. Which pick am I writing Alave into? And he might say the last of the the later one of the two picks. If that's the case, and let's say you draw a top three or four overall pick, your goal should be to trade mm-hmm. your second or third rounder into round one, into the bottom of round one, so that Mahomes can be written into the 12 overall pick or the 10 overall pick, and you get to use your three overall pick, your four overall pick. So keep that in mind. Oh, I don't think we do... We don't do that kind of stuff where you trade picks. I don't think right. I, that'd be cool, but yeah, Grandma league. I don't think they do that. Right. Yeah, yeah, keep Grandma. Mahomes, bro. Superflex league doesn't matter. <laughs> the The value on Dell is phenomenal, but it's a superflex league. You need the quarterback, bro. Just don't overthink it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, bro. Oh yeah, and that stat sheet, uh, that stat sheet, Bob thing you brought up, Dell got robbed. This last week, by oh. the refs, it was disgusting. Yeah, Dell Dell should have had. If people don't know, Dell should have had about forty plus fantasy points. I don't think people realize disgusting. that he would have had forty plus fantasy. If Dell would have pulled in even one of those sixty yard plus receptions touchdowns, that this would have been the motion play the flag that was just, that was terrible. Yeah, terrible call. Yeah, Dell had fifty yeah. yards and a TD. And uh, let's see, one, let me put one, one TD, 50 yards and one TD, but he had a 60 plus yard TD called back on a penalty. And he had a 60 plus yard TD, uh, barely, barely missed the connection on the throw. And it, he would have well, had and the out of bounds play was being people were taking pictures of both feet in. Yeah, it's that just, one too. That terrible. one too. He li- he literally had, a, it was like 40 points. He would have had a 40 point day. 40 point day. Can you imagine what kind of like hype he'd have if he had a 40 point day? People would be saying he's a top 10 overall player. And now it's just everyone's talking about him like he's a 50 point and a touchdown guy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to keep that London team going. That's what it is. It's all a conspiracy. All right. Later, Ethan. Appreciate you. <laughs> all right. Take it easy. Right. Uh, let's, let me hit these super chats real quick, guys. Uh, Lowell, LOL, says trade Alave for Hall. This is a tough one because if Alave is not out for week 13 with the concussion, he suffered a concussion 90% of the time these players don't play the next week. So that that makes it really, really tough um, for, 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 for this call right here. But then again, it's like, what is Hall going to even do this week? 
you know, like, are you going to, at the end of it, just want a lave? I'd probably say I'd rather have a lave rest of season. But, you know, obviously the short-term desire is like, eh, I'd rather have Hall because Alave might miss, but I'd rather have Alave. Is Kyron the best waiver pickup in 2023-2024? I think so. I mean, Dell Dell is as well. I think Dell, I think Kyron, I think um, I think Achan has a time to still prove to be the best pickup. But I think it's between Achan, Dell, and Kyron, which are all in 2023, which is fantastic. Uh, Tua, Jamar, Dell for Hertz, Puka. I'd rather have Hertz and Puka. But that, I mean, it's a close question, but but I think that Jamar Chase holds this fictitious value. So I definitely would trade for, and Puka I still like a lot. Especially if Cup does fail, Puka will rebound. He's in a rookie wall type scenario right now. Got offered Mostert for London and Warren. I'd lean toward, toward Mostert right now, but... Even with A-Chan coming back, but it is a tough call. That is a very, very, very tough call. Uh, let's go over to uh, Bill the Tickler, and then I'm going to go to Donnie. Then I'm going to go to Brandon. So, Bill the Tickler, you're live. If everybody else will remain muted, please. Bill, what can I do for you, and how have you been? Hey, Sprinty. What's up, Bill? How are you, bro? I'm good, bro. Happy happy, happy holidays, and uh, glad to see you uh, recovering from the uh, food poisoning. Yeah, I'm 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 thankful. I'm thankful that I'm feeling better. I'm tank I'm thankful too. I have a tank on one of my teams. Yeah, uh, but Get the other team I'm going to lose. I'm I'm, I'm going to slip to third because my my boy he brought me in the league. He had tank and he was thankful, and that's why he beat me. Um, Be thankful. Smitty, you caught me off. Yeah, so thankful. Smitty, caught me off guard. Uh, I didn't expect you to answer my call so quick. Were you preparing for something? Like, what, what do you what do you need to queue up? Oh, queue up. Well, you, well tell you what. T- you sit back and relax. Do whatever you got to do. I don't know what, what it is you're preparing to do, Bill. People people are wondering what's going on. Why does Bill the Tickler need more time for preparation? What's he Is he getting ready to, to belly laugh? Like, what's going on here? Are you building up the, the steam? A bill. Oh, you said bill. bill Be- belly laugh. The b- bill the tickler belly, belly laugh. Everybody's waiting right. for it. They're waiting for it, Bill. Uh, bill, hit us with it, Bill. Bill. I'm not there. <laughs> bill, bill doesn't mess around. He doesn't fake Bill the tickle laugh. He'll he'll only give you the no, real I, deal. All right, Bill, you sit there and you think about what you want to say. I'll come back in about two three minutes. Let me go to Donnie Bravo. Uh, Donnie, what are you thankful for, and what can I help you with? Hey, Smitty. Uh, I'm thankful that you're feeling better. Thanks. Food poisoning. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Hey, um, so my tra- trade deadline is this Wednesday, and I currently have six RBs and three wide receivers, so I'm looking to trade one of my RBs for a wide receiver. Um. I currently have CD, Puka, and Olave. So I'm looking to trade Pollard, and I'm wanting to know what receivers you think I can get for Pollard. All right, yeah, Puka. If it's one or more than one. Yeah, Pollard's tough to trade, I think, straight across for an R- a wide receiver, but I think you know the few that come to mind would be Cooper Cup because he's banged up. I know you've got Puka, and that probably worries you a little bit, but 
I mean, you, you know, the, these are the wide receivers. Pollard is not going to get you digs. So this would have to be Pollard plus something significant to get digs. Um, so I currently was offered uh, Pollard for Ridley or Pollard for Devonta Smith. I would take Devonta Smith over Pollard. If you if your objective here is to get a wide receiver, I would I would I would yeah because take... I mean I have like my RBs right now I have Bijan Gibbs, um, Javante, Keith Mitchell, Charbonnet. So yeah, uh, I know, I definitely I'm, t- I'm trying I, to get more. I definitely take Devonta Devonta Smith over Pollard. And real quickly, Rush is saying Rush. I don't know what what you're trying to hit on little Tank Dell about. Uh, I know you all love your little Tank Dell, but he had 14 points. Most of my guys outscored him. I don't know if you missed the part, Rush, where I said he had 40-plus points in this game. And it wasn't like like a weird way of adding up points and like what if they – it was literally a 60-plus yard touchdown called back, and it was another 60, I think 71-yard touchdown or whatever the hell it was that was – this close to being connected on. And then there was another play out of bounds as, as uh, I, I forget who, who just said it. I think it was Ethan, the negative. It, it, it literally 40 plus point game rush. You would be sitting here saying, I'm so thankful for, for tank Dell. If, if all that went through, maybe you wouldn't, maybe you don't own him, rush, but I don't know what the, what the, the, the problem is here with our boy tank. But this, this is uh t- tank slanders doesn't go over well on this show. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, and I still love you, Rush, but I'm just, nope. I'm just, I'm just coming at you because you know I don't know what that's about. Um, so Devont- Teddy, uh, you said Pollard and somebody else. I'm thinking maybe Pollard and Charbonnet, or Pollard and Keaton Mitchell for like uh, he has Zay Flowers, Ridley, and more. So two of those players, maybe. Uh, really more. I mean, I like Even the Devonta Smith move flowers. better better than getting like Flowers and another player like Ridley. I'd rather just have Devonta Smith probably. But I I think um, you know, actually Flowers and Ridley would be pretty nice too. That would be pretty nice. I don't so I don't do I don't know. Uh, Chat. What do you like better, Ridley and Flowers for Pollard or Devonta Smith for Pollard? Can we get a, a chat vote on that? That would be helpful. Uh, hold on, Donnie. Uh, Ronald Grump yes. with a $20 hauler says, who would you pick up week 13? Um, Dotson Samuel versus Miami. Brandon Cooks versus Seattle. Or Noah versus Denver. JJ is useless now with the potential snap counts and bad games. Thank you and good health. Thank you, Ronald. Appreciate you. I would probably say if this was me, uh, Dotson looked pretty good. He had a touch. Did his touchdown get called back in this week? I know he caught one, but I forget if it got called back. But Dotson feels pretty decent right now. I almost like the Dotson Samuel. I just don't know which one I'd prefer. I'd probably prefer Dotson. I do think Cooks is pretty consistent. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how much I love putting him in my lineup though. But let me let me pull up Dotson real quick. Jahan Dotson, what did he what did he have last week? Yeah, he, he had a, I think he had a touchdown, but it was called back. He had fifty two yards, five catches. 
I, I, I have a decent feeling about Dotson right now. He just can come and go. Cooks might be a little bit more safe. And I would say Brandon Cooks, what's he? Doesn't he have like a touchdown the last um, two out of the last, no, th- uh, three out of the last five games? So he's rotating. That means this week he won't have a touchdown, I guess. But he has 72 yards, 173 yard game, 42 yards. He looks pretty good. I'd probably say I lean Cooks for safety, Dotson for high risk, high reward. But Cooks is very, very decent and very safe, Ronald. And Ronald, appreciate your $20 hauler, my bro. Alert. Super chat alert. How much do you think that affects Devonta Smith's targets? Um, I don't think, bro. They throw a lot, and you know, I just think things will be smoother. I'm not worried about Devonta Smith going down because I, I do think that Goddard's going to take some time anyway. We don't, we don't fully know where he's at. I'm not worried about it. Uh, what what did the chat end up saying? Did you monitor the chat? What did they end up voting? Um, it looks like they're leaning the Devonta Smith and for Pollard. So. Yeah, I'm leaning that way too. But Ridley and Flowers is nice, but I think I lean Devonta Smith. All right, Donnie, appreciate you, bro. All right, thank you. Have a good right. one. Uh, Bill, are you or Brandon? Let's go to Brandon then Bill. Brandon, what can I do for you, Brandon? Hey, what's going on, Smitty? What's up, pal? Uh, so I have McBride and then Taysom Hill, and I got I got two questions about them. So I want to know how you're feeling about McBride rest of the season with Ertz being back in the mix, and then I want to know if you uh, if you think Taysom Hill can really pop off Week 14 against the Panthers. Bro, McBride and Taysom Hill, it's a tough one because I do think McBride looks really, really, you know, um, really good, but I mean, there is something this to be said about that, you know. Like, what's his what, what's his target share going to look like? Taysom Hill. The only thing I'd say about Taysom Hill, and I lean Taysom Hill slightly, slightly, is he's been more he's been more utilized for a longer period of time than we've really seen in the last handful of years. When we've, as a community, been higher on Taysom Hill than any other community, like it's. This is the third year in a row where it's like draft him. He's going to be a cheat code for you at some point during the season. Trust me. And he has been. And this is the first time he's been a cheat code for a very long time. It's not just three, four games. And he he was utilized as a receiver. He made a big, big, big catch. Um... I feel like Winston, when Winston comes in, they don't use him, though. So that's the concern. But right now, I, I, I think he's probably the safest play. And he at any moment, he could get a rushing touchdown. At any moment, he could get a receiving touchdown. At any moment, he could get a passing touchdown. He's like a just a triple threat. I just think given the risk level of McBride, it's worth the risk on Hill. If you're trying to pit Hill against like a, a Kincaid or something, then I'm taking the Kincaid safer side. But Hill against a McBride, Hill against a Hunter Henry... Hill against somebody like that, I'm going to take Hill every time. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm locked into the playoffs, so maybe it might be worth running Jason Hill, you know, just knowing, you know, just reaching for his uh, his upside, you know. Like anything, okay. things can change in a snap, my man. Gotcha. All right, well, thank you. I appreciate you. All right, later. Bill, are you prepared now, Bill? I don't know what you're preparing for, Bill, but are you prepared for whatever it is you're preparing for? Yes. Okay, Bill, hit me with it. 
Hey, Billy. Bill, what are we doing over there? Yes, that has been the multi-million dollar question. <laughs> what are you doing over there, Bill? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing. I'm doing it. I thought I was doing it well, but but after uh, after a year and a half of saturation with you, I'm just doing it live, man. All right. Well, Bill, hit me with it, bro. What can I do for I you? Uh, you've done actually. You've done it all, Smitty. You've okay. done it all, and you've done it well. Um, uh, I, I I take in all you do, all your content, and I'm uh. Bill, Bill can, I, can I be honest uh, with you, Bill? Can I be honest with you? You are you are super. You're either doing something weird, or you're super distracted, and you don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like you got you got the phone in your ear, and you're like shopping, and you're checking out, and you're like doing one of those things where no when shopping. you hang, when you hang up, you're not going to remember no. what you asked me. What in the hell are you doing oh, right never. now, Bill? Never, never in the world would I ever forget what you were asking me, Smitty. Never, okay. never. So, never. so, so, what I, is? I know uh, you're trying. I know, I know. We're getting there, Smitty. I know you're trying to. You're trying to. I'm trying to keep the show. I got a live show here, Bill, with with uh, with about uh, I don't know, uh, 348 people, and and you're shooting blanks here. What can I do for you, Bill? You've had 18 minutes to prepare. You said you weren't ready. <laughs> and we're sitting here waiting, and you come out firing blanks, Bill. 18, 18 minutes for prayer. That's Bill, true what can I do for minutes. you? What can I do? You've done it all. For, for no, but what you, can I do? I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in. You win. I'm in second and I'm in first and second place. You've done it all, Schmitty. You've done it all. What, what, what's your question for tonight? Because you said you had to prepare, Bill. What are you preparing for? Spit it out. Uh, Here, Bill, you think about it for another five or ten minutes. Okay, we'll come back to you. Uh, Draven, uh, Draven, what can I do for you? And Bill will hit you next. Gotcha. Kincaid is on a buy. Am I picking up Higby or Firemuth? Uh, Higby or Friermuth? I'm going to say probably Muth, bro. I mean, Muth, Muth did pretty pretty well right what was his stat line let me pull up moose stat line right here for our moose i just need one week and i'm putting in kincaid for the rest yeah farmouth had had a nice little uh 11 target game and the only reason why i'd say this is something that could maybe continue on is that uh you know it, it's it's a new coordinator it's a new offense in a sense and they they delivered 400 plus yards now granted they didn't score many touchdowns but 120 yards 11 targets nine receptions this guy has trouble staying healthy but that is a fantastic line that i think you catapult off and you at least trust it going forward until it until we're we're not satisfied with the outcome but i, I think if you don't trust friar coming off that game I don't really know when you would ever use them and why you'd own them. So I, I would roll with it. I appreciate it, Smitty. Thank All right, you, man. later, Draven. Draven to the moon. All right, let's go back to Bill the Tickler. Meanwhile, Bill, Bill, what can I do for you? What have you been working on? What's What have you been concocting here? Uh, well, my tight end situation, I got McBride and Goddard and Ingram in one league. 
Okay. That's fine. Concoction, yes. In- Ingram, I guess, is probably your safest bet, but, I mean, yeah, that, that could be troublesome. Okay, but then in the other league, much smaller bench and much smaller starting roster. Uh, right now, I have McBride filling in because I kept Goddard, and he's on my IR. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and and that team, the the closest player to possibly drop by bring back Goddard and keep McBride would be Charbonnet. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess in that scenario, I don't know what to tell you because if you got to make because of this, because of this, you and your your life feed, they, you know, the Charbonnet the Charbonnet streams run so deep. Yeah, and, and it's Char- hard, Charbonnet's got hard, hard to release. Catch a release is a hard thing, my friend. Yeah, I mean, Charbonnet's, I don't know, if you can cut McBride, but, like, you need Goddard back re- ready to rumble. McBride, if... McBride plays this week, but his bye week is next week. So, I, so my balance is, like, you know, keeping this week and eh, Goddard did. But last week, last week, my other team, uh, Kyron Williams coming off of, coming off of being, what, four, three, four, five, six weeks not playing – I took him off my IR, but I sat him because he was, and he he was the biggest, yeah, I, the biggest I, look, superstar ever. Look, Goddard's you expected. Uh, Goddard's expected. They're pushing from the play week thirteen, so I think we, I think we say you probably cut McBride, and keep the running back, but it's close, bro. It, it's close. I would, I would say, I would rather go that route than cut Charbonnet right now. I feel like you can trade Charbonnet. I mean, but I have another. Well. So we're so I can't trade. I'm I'm Yahoo. I'm done. No trade. Okay. Well, no trade. I, I'll pro- I probably can't keep. I probably keep. I probably keep him. But I'll, I'll probably cut McBride. I but feel I like have, you'll have a better chance of filling your your backup tight end spot a little bit easier than than finding an RB that's starting, even though his schedule is brutal. All right. Last, last thing, Bill. Last thing, Bill, and I. I got I got to jump. But go ahead. No, we're good. No, you jump. You jump. I'll jump I, I feel like I. Jump. I feel like I disappointed you, Bill. Uh, you, you disappoint me. I, I feel, I feel, I, I, I <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Bill. Appreciate you. Have fun at the yeah. fair. Have fun at the fair. It sounds like you're at the state fair the right fair. now. It sounds like you're at the state no. fair. It sounds like, it sounds like you're preoccupied with something, but, uh, no, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm preoccupied. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm out in the, when I'm out and no Wi-Fi and I can't get Schmitty, I'm, I'm super preoccupied. All right. Bill, <laughs> with, appreciate you, bro. No Schmitty. Bill, 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 you know, hey, you I, know, you always go to the moon on this show. To the moon. Hey, I start a new job tomorrow, but we will pick up that conversation. Yeah. Time. Will you please call us and inform us how it went, please? Well, my concern, my concern. I know you love your steak, but I might be going to raw fish. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't think I'll be. Vi- I don't think I'll be visiting. I don't think I'll be visiting. I don't think I'll be visiting. Well. Not yeah, into it's authentic. It's it's authentic Japanese, so they have hibachi with a with a medium rare steak. Okay, so we'll, we we'll, will find a way. We we'll figure it out. Way, All right, friend. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate you, Schmitty. Schmitty, thank you. Thank you for helping me in in leading my Tennessee charge. Really, right. Bill the tickler. Appreciate you, Bill. Uh, this question here traded Warren Downs and Hig- Higgins for Achan. Lineup is Dak Taylor. Achan. Uh, sorry, Wood for the for the long delay on this one. Should I trade JJ and Mixon to upgrade? JJ and Mixon to upgrade. I mean, I'd go after Diggs. 
I go after a couple of those top wide receivers as the Tyreek Hill is uh, Tyreek Hill's the top of the top of the hill, and there's really no. It's tough to know who the next wide receiver is, and I think everybody's panicking on certain players. Um, you don't have to necessarily even upgrade at wide receiver. You've got um, an opportunity to maybe to go get. Let's see here, who could you trade? I mean, you could upgrade at quarterback using JJ. Like, I don't think you're getting hurt. Hurts. I don't think you're getting. I mean, Josh Allen's going to be hard to uh, to get now. Trading for those QBs was last week. That was like my last plea for people to go get a, a Josh Allen to go get a Jalen Hurts, and Mahomes is still kind of there. Uh, he had a two touchdown, three hundred yard game. I mean, he's not going to be dirt cheap, but you might still be able to get him using JJ, and I would because I think it's important to upgrade at that quarterback spot if you can. Uh, Amy, what's going on? What can I help you with? You're live. Okay, which would Who's your quarterback? I forget. See, this is a tricky one cuz I know he disappointed a lot of people this week and I'm not saying to keep going down this road because if he disappoints you again, you're going to absolutely hate me and you're going to be like this is like this is, you know, this is garbage. But the thing is, and this is my advice for anybody that's trying to upgrade from Tua right now, is are you destroying or creating another hole in your ship that you're just going to have water seeping out of that hole when this actually might not be a problem? It feels like it was a problem. He really should have been more careful with the football and should have had a much bigger day than he did. A-chan's been out of the lineup. I think that's a that's a huge like hit to this offense. So what I'm fearful of, I'm not telling you to not make a trade for Mahomes if you can get your hands on Mahomes cheap, but if if you trade for a quarterback, this guy's going on your bench to a, and I I'd hate to see you see get get a 304 touchdown game out of him on your bench, and you're doing that changing lanes in traffic where you change into the lane on the freeway and then the lane you get in get in goes slow and the lane you're in goes fast, and it's like you just keep changing lanes. But I would say if you can get rid of a player you're not using, then I don't mind this move. But I don't know that I like you depleting your lineup to go get a similar quarterback. Because, like, let's be honest, is is like I I like Dak a lot. I think Dak would be an upgrade right now at this current moment. But let's say everybody from Dak on up, like Mahomes, Hurts, all those guys are unattainable. Like who else is on Tua's level? Tua's on that like six, seven, eight overall quarterback level. Doesn't matter how he did last week; he's still there. Like the, I could potentially maybe get Stroud. Um, I think I think my my I think my speakers are having a problem again. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can. All right, try, try again. I think everyone can hear you now. For some reason, they could hear everybody else, but I don't think they could hear your call. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So who was who the quarterback you were trying to get? Can you hear me? Yeah. Who was the quarterback you were trying to get? Someone, they offered Purdy, but I was like, that's a joke for um, Barkley. Yeah, so per- Purdy, yeah, Purdy. I don't see a big enough upgrade from Purdy from Tua to Purdy to to be decimating right. your team. 
So yeah, and I offered Stroud, and so I mean, but I'm good on like the people I could maybe go after is Murray. Um, you know, Murray's probably one I could probably grab, and then I would say. I think the other the other ones you mentioned I probably can't because they have like three quarterbacks so they're probably willing to give one up. So what would Kyler cost you? Like, what would Kyler cost you? Because I don't know that he's the, an upgrade from Tua. I don't. I honestly just because of last week it doesn't change my thinking. I think they're both very very equal, really? okay. very comparable. But what would Kyler well, cost you? Uh, maybe Collins. But I mean, I'm pretty good with. Nico, that's not bad. Running back, you know, I've got, I've got Jamar Gibbs, I've got Tank, I've got CD, I've got Porta, uh, so I'm good. I've got. I would trade those guys. I would trade Nico for Kyler for a rotation of these two because Tua does have a, a tough schedule, so I don't mind having this rotation. Take two. He probably would do Murray because I, I have a bye too coming up, don't I? No, I don't. I don't actually. I, w- I would I would sell Nico for Kyler. To have this quarterback rotation, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially given like you can't sit, okay. you can't start Nico, right? You say you got C.D. Lamb, you got Dell, and you got who was the third one? Um, so okay, that was my other thing because I was thinking if I I know a team somebody who needs a wide receiver, they may give me Diggs, which I'm kind of like for who thinking about doing that switch for Collins? Or is that bad? Oh, I don't think you can pull that. I mean, I'd almost be afraid. Do you have vetoes in your in your league? I'd almost be afraid that if you traded Nico for Diggs, you get that vetoed because Diggs is just too much. Well, and I was thinking of throwing Barkley in there too. Oh, throw <laughs> that's <laughs> he's definitely not throwing material, but like that makes it more understandable. Right. I I would. Yeah. I, can you do Barkley for Diggs straight up, or do they need a wide receiver so bad? Because if you throw Barkley in, they I'm almost tempted. Receiver. You what? They need a wide receiver. Can everybody you, in my – it's weird. It seems like everybody needs a wide receiver, which I don't understand because RBs are low. So I don't even understand it. But Can you get something else? A lot of them. Can you get something else back with Diggs if you do throw in Barkley? I don't know. I don't know what he has on his team. I can like a Keaton Mitchell. Um, think like Ridley before Ridley bounced back. Like Ridley was free. Like any trade you made before week like eight, nine – Ridley was like free, um, so I'm thinking like player players that come to mind that have super amazing yet doubted value would be, I, I guess would be like, let me just let me just take a gander at some rankings here and say, I'd I'd probably say like, t- uh, let's see, this guy needs a quarterback actually, that's what he needs, which I don't even have. Well, I mean, if you if you get Kyler, you could throw him to a but, but I I I don't mind this trade. I'd re- much rather have that. Diggs than Barkley. Let me just put it that way. So like if 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 getting something back is standing in your way, right. I'd probably just pull the trigger. I don't know how anybody else feels in the chat, but if you're set on your other positions, you get you trade Nico for Kyler. You trade uh or I'm sorry, you have to do the Barkley trade. Um, you know I'm okay yeah. keeping Tua. And trading Nico and Barkley for Diggs. I think that's the better move for your team. Then you've got CD yeah. Lamb, Tank Dell, and Diggs as your wide receivers. And then who are your running backs? Um, I've got um, Barkley, obviously, Gibbs, 
Okay, so you'd be trading Barkley um, to get Diggs. Okay, so you got Gibbs and Monty. Who else? And I've got, and I've got Zach Charbonnet, and you know, those are just like, you know, I got Reed. And, oh, I also have Kyron. I forgot about that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyron, <laughs> Kyron will do it. So, Ky, so Tua, Kyron, Gibbs, Monty, um, Diggs, Tank Dell, CD Lamb. Is that correct? I like that team. I take that in team play. into the into the playoffs any day. So definitely, definitely, definitely uh, tra- trade uh, Barkley and Nico for Diggs. In my opinion, in my opinion. <clears throat> okay, and then just curious, who would I drop? Because I got to drop somebody. Because I get Kyron off of um, IR. Because I played Barkley. Who are your three or four worst players? I've got um, Charbonnet. I've got Reed Herbert. And Rice, those are the ones that are like potentially Khalil Herbert. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd probably drop Khalil Herbert given Roshan looks like he's taking a big chunk out of that rushing attack, and the offense looks so awful anyway. I'd probably drop Khalil yeah, Herbert. I think I keep Reed, I keep okay. Sharbs. Yeah, okay, all right, and then just go and get take Barkley and then um, Collins and go pick up. I mean, or should I go for somebody else? Because it's weird. My my league loves Barkley. It's weird. Well, they if you trade it. Tank and Barkley for Diggs, you don't need to make a cut because you'll have dropped a player, essentially. So then you can move Kyron up by just doing that trade. Okay. You know oh, what I mean? that's right. I wouldn't have to yeah. remove him. But but I still... Should I st- I pick up Roshan then instead of Herbert? Uh, yeah, I'd drop. I, I mean, that could flip, though. I mean, you just know that. But, yeah, for right now, I'd drop yeah. Herbert and pick up Roshan. If Mitchell's out there, I'd yeah, rather you know keep, I'd rather keep keep Mitchell if he's out there. Thing, it, won't let me, it won't let me do a trade unless I drop somebody. You know what? I'll drop my kicker or something. Yeah, do that. Buy yourself some time. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, great. Awesome. All right. Let, let us so know what happens. All right. Appreciate it. Bye. Okay. Uh, Mars Man Rock Out, you're live. What's up, pal? Yeah, yeah, are you, are you dropping the defense or JSN? I need a tight end for this week. Am I dropping a defense for? I don't know why some people's audio goes down. Was that? Did everybody hear everybody's call? But on that call that we just had, I feel like the the audio was fine. It was just I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's weird. It has to do with like a certain phone type or whatever. But did everybody hear every every caller before that one clearly? And it was just that call. I'm sorry. What was the question, Rock Out? Hit me one more time with the question. Yeah, um, I could either drop JSN or the Jets defense, but I might want the Jets defense for the playoffs for a tight end because I mean, on the bye. I it's preference, man. I mean, second defense that has a good matchup or JS JSN, they both got upside. Uh, I mean, right, I right. I wish I could say like, hey, definitively, this is how I feel, but I I think um. that at the end of the day, you know, if let's say DK or or Lockett went down, then JSN to the moon. But until then, he's gonna be hit and miss. So I don't mind you doing some sort of defensive matchup play, but. 
you know, just keep an eye on him because if, let's say, DK gets injured and it's looking like it could be a you know a couple week thing or lock it, you just want to make sure JSN's on your team. But I don't know that he's guaranteed to be consistent for you if there isn't an injury. Because you got to keep in mind, Seattle runs a lot of two wide receiver sets, and he's not always going to be on the field. So there's a problem unless he's a starter. But uh, what would I look at? Also got Reed. That'd be like basically ahead of him. Yeah. I mean, what what are the Jets scoring? Jets are one of the best defenses in the NFL that people just are. They're like six or seven. Yeah, they keep forgetting how good they are. It's just, it's it's awful that they have to deal with what they deal with. But I will say they've got Miami, Washington, Cleveland as the final three weeks. Yeah. I, you know. And then my, and then my starting D is the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's tough, man. How do you sit the Cowboys? You know what I'm going to say? Take JSN because I think you can't sit the Dallas Cowboys. You just can't. You got to start them every single week. I, I think that you sit the Dallas Cowboys and you're going to be so upset at yourself that week you get cute and you're like, well, the matchup's great for the Jets. And yeah, they might score you 10 or 12 points, but Dallas can score 22. And Dallas has, okay, Philly's tough in week 14, so I could understand that week or whatever. But, you know, Buffalo, they could still cause havoc with Josh Allen and in that you know, even the running back stable, like causing turnovers, pick up something, running into the end zone. I've I've no qualms about playing Dallas against Buffalo. In Miami, there could definitely be turnovers there. Detroit week seventeen, Seattle week thirteen. The only week you might say Dallas might not be as productive would be the Eagles week fourteen, but they could still pick up a, a fumble that Swift lets go on the ground or gain. Let's use Gainwell. Swift didn't do anything wrong. Gainwell's the one that did it. Gainwell dropped the football, and the Cowboys picked it up and ran it back for a touchdown. I mean, I don't know. I just think, like, I'm playing the Dallas Cowboys every single week. So, keep JSN. I appreciate it. All right, rock out to the moon. Appreciate you. Oh, I just hit it. Call back one more time, rock out. Um, All right, this super chat here from Gorilla. Appreciate Gorilla coming in. Keep Noah Brown or drop for Gabe Davis or Christian Watson. I go get Christian Watson. Um, you don't see you don't see Noah Brown on this, and I don't mind Noah Brown. He's banged up, and I still think he's a solid. I, I probably should put him on here. I guess where would I rank him? Probably around. Let's put him above Hyatt. Uh, he's probably right around this territory. Noah Brown. So now you get a feel for how far apart Watson and Brown are. Let's call Brown here. We'll put Brown right there. Maybe even drop Dobbs and put Brown right here just to give him a little bit of respect. And you could even say put Myers down here and put Brown. I'm fine with that, but he's still below Rice, Watson, and Reed. Uh, But thank you, Gorilla. Appreciate your super chat, my man. Uh, rock out. What, did, what else did you have? Rock out. Rock out. I don't know where rock out is. All right. Hey, I'll see you all tomorrow. Appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for watching the week 13 waiver wire show. Um, I think rock out is dialing in one more time. Rock out. What else did you have real quick? Yeah, what can you do with uh, Chubb and Dynasty? I know he's coming off. A, he'll be coming off. Trade a, him. 
good injury. Trade him. Trade him, bro. Your knee, his knee, he, his knee is bent the wrong direction too many times, bro. And you, you know what, what's what's crazy is a lot of people. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to create a lot of controversy on this topic right now because I just. But but yeah. but everyone says that it's freak. It's a it was a freak injury the second time, but your knee is not meant to bend the way that it bent. His knee in college, mm-hmm. his knee in college. I've gone over this over and over. Here's a knee model. This is you sitting on a table. I bend the knee. You sit on a, in a chair, okay, in the chair seats here. His knee in college went the other direction, 90 degrees. And the amount of of uh, arthritis and all kinds of problems, meniscus problems and knee problems you're going to have, which he struggled with knee issues, but he's played relatively well and had a lot. He's played a lot of games considering. The fact that his knee went this way, uh, I don't see how his knee is going to recover. And I, I, I don't see how he won't be susceptible to that kind of thing again. It was a brutal hit, but there are certain vulnerabilities your knee is going to be vulnerable to that other knees wouldn't be. And there's no way he's going to, I think, walk back in. I'm not saying I cut him. I'm not saying I trade him for nothing. I'd rather wait on him than trade him for nothing and try and get him thrown into a deal. The best deals would be to give him almost free away for some sort of quietly amazing upgrade. Example, you have uh, a Dak Prescott and you you catch a Mahomes owner sleeping at the wheel and you're like, I'll give you Nick Chubb in Dynasty and we'll swap you know, quarterbacks or whatever. Like, like that's the only thing you can hope for. Or similar wide receiver situation. Maybe you have a Keenan Allen, and you could give someone Nick Chubb, and you could get uh, an upgrade at wide receiver that, you know, with the age discrepancy between Keenan Allen and another wide receiver, you're able to slip out of that, losing all the value of Keenan Allen, because at some point, Keenan Allen's going to drop off, and in Dynasty, it's different than redraft. You're gonna you're not going to be able to trade Keenan Allen for anything right now. You can't trade Keenan Allen away in Dynasty. You can't trade... Uh, Nick Chubb away. You can't trade Austin Eckler away. Nobody wants Derrick Henry. In Dynasty, it's a whole different monster. And so mm-hmm. you use Chubb in a situation like that to get out of a slippery situation you can't even remotely come close to getting out of by throwing Nick Chubb in. Hey, here's some gravy. Here's some icing on the cake. Boom. Past that, no one's going to trade for him, bro. And I don't even know where I'd value him. He's not a top 20 yeah. overall player. He's not a second rounder or anything like that next year. He'll be very hard pressed to come back and be fully healthy anywhere near like mid season. Yeah, be tough. All right, bro. All appreciate right, you. Cool. All right, later. All right. Last super chat of the night coming from Chisel. Uh, Tizzle, 6-6, six six, Purdy, Gibbs, uh, Pollard, HN, Kyron, Keaton, Deontay, or Devontae, uh, Ayuk, JJ, Hawkinson, Rice. Any moves got offered Kyler Flowers for Kyron or Pollard for Kyler. What? Ky- Kyler, Kyron for Kyler? 
like, first of all, Chiron and Pollard couldn't be further apart. So this, like, Chiron or Pollard's similar to an example of saying, like, I'll give you a uh, steak or some ground beef that's days old. I'm not, I like Pollard, but, like, there's no or here. Like, he's basically asking for the world or different players. So, uh, Pollard for Kyler, maybe. Maybe, but you got Brock Purdy. Is Purdy that much lower than Kyler? Probably not. So, I'm not, I'm definitely not making the Kyron move. That would be take a lap material. But I think Pollard's unnecessary given you've got a guy like Purdy and a good offense is scoring well. Um, Kyler and Flowers for Kyron. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Flowers, add addition of Flowers, I guess, is what makes the Kyron upgrade, I suppose. But I'm there's not even close. There's not even close to closing the gap. That's like the f- worst trade I've seen in years. In fact, send him this. You are offered sex. You are made offered sex. I mean, that that's bad. But, but I mean, I'd rather just keep your team than that and and if i'm gonna go like and say like what else could you do what can you trade it's like pollard pollard and achan is solid uh gibbs solid purdy uh, would i upgrade purdy to mahomes if i could let's see if we can do that but it's not trading Kyron. you know what i would i trade would i trade purdy and pollard for mahomes now we're talking that i do that's a move i can get behind bro and honestly, looking at your team, that's the, really the only move you need to make. You could even trade JJ if you wanted JJ and Pollard for like a, a, a slight upgrade somewhere. I mean, Eckler is interesting, but he's high risk. Uh, Bijan, like, would I take? Would I trade Pollard? Would I trade JJ for Bijan straight up, one for one? I'd probably do that. Honestly, I'd, I'd be very tempted to do that. Maybe that'll look stupid later. But that's kind of how I feel about about it right now. I just don't know how I trust how much I trust JJ at all. Mixon Rice receive for DK. Uh, that's not bad. That's not bad for DK Connor Higgins Rice R- R- Rasheed Rice and Mixon for DK. It's pretty arguable though. Like I don't I don't see much value in Higgins without Burrow. Uh, I like Rice probably more than any of the receivers involved there. Even though DK's probably safer but rice looks really good right now i'd probably say i don't know what mixon's gonna do though i'd probably say i still lean dk connor by a hair only because i i still think dk's got the potential to be elite for certain games i don't think he's a high-end wide receiver one but he's certainly a high-end wide receiver two that can dance with the ones and connor i still have some hope that he's a little, little more valuable I, I barely lean that side, but it's tough. Scared Scott, last call tonight. Scared Scott, what can I do for you? Uh, we're going to do it live. We're going to do it quick. You got 30. Great, great, great weekend, man. Uh, uh, out of the 30 money leagues I play in, 18 are in the playoffs, and another four are extremely close. So, Attaboy. But my big question is, nobody's talking about Jaden Reed. Yeah, we are. We talk about him all the time. We talk about Reed. We talk about... What do you mean no one's talking about Jaden Reed? What do you mean no one's talking about Jaden Reed? We just talked about him on the waiver wire show. The whole, we talked about him. We talked about him all the time. I think what you mean to say is people should be talking more about Jaden Reed. Now, you know, for example, I mean, it, one one league here I'm looking at, I had Jalen Warren in my flex. You should be putting Jaden Reed over him, right? At this point. 
I think that's debatable. I think Warren shouldn't be discarded after one week of a new offensive coordinator coming in and Najee getting some good looks and some good plays and some good design runs. And he ran hard. He did. But, like, Warren... Warren's still capable. Like Warren at 45 to 50% capacity still can rip off a hundred yards and a touchdown at any moment. Is Reed maybe safer than Jalen uh, Warren right now? Probably a tiny bit safer, but is his upside like in the hundred yard and a TD range? I don't think so. I think that the Jaden Reed is probably a, a pretty safe bet for 50 yards and like 0.5 TDs. Which is a good, which is a good wide receiver to have, fifty to sixty I mean, yards, point five TDs. But Warren, I'm looking at three weeks, and it's 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 yeah, fifty five points in three weeks. I mean, that's that's uh, seventeen I, a week. I think Warren is probably set for at least the same amount. So it's a very arguable thing. His upside, Warren's upside, is a lot higher. But at this current state, coming into week thirteen, off of what we just saw. In week 12, where they used Najee more than we ever thought they would, Warren's probably yeah. doesn't he doesn't come in with the the upside right now. I think that they're pretty even. I think they're they're equal. Okay, yeah, I was just trying to gauge where I want to place the value on more or on Reed because I have a ton of them, and uh, I, I just I'm, I'm struggling with how much I trust them. But, uh, all right, it's kind of what I was going at. But, uh, anyway, so how high do you put? Is he a solid wide receiver, too, now? Ethan says that I like, I, 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 I definitely, I definitely liked Reed, Ethan. You're, you're not, you're not remembering things correctly, Ethan. I, I, I think he, he's definitely somebody that, that came in with a lot of upside. He just had a lot of a lot of uh, players in front of him that made it hard to truly trust him. But he was, especially in best ball, he was a really good selection. We drafted him and talked about him a lot in best ball because then you don't have to decide when he comes alive or when a wide receiver has to fail. I, I personally haven't been high on Dobbs. Dobbs has done a lot better this year than I thought, but I anticipated Jalen, uh, Jaden Reed, taking. Dobbs's spot at some point, which is why I liked Jaden Reed, even though Ethan doesn't remember it correctly. I like Jaden Reed from a best ball perspective, but Reed's looking really, really solid. But no, I mean you're you're not wrong to like him. It's just Warren and him are very, very close. All right, hey, I gotta I gotta run, scared Scott. I pre- appreciate you. Good night. Later, pal. All right, guys, I appreciate every single one of you. Hit that like button on the way out the door. I will see you all later. Um, we'll be live. Tomorrow, I'm sure, for a number of reasons, before the 8 p.m. show. There'll be some sort of breaking news. There'll be some sort of news on, uh, I don't know, on 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 JJ, on, on A-Chan. A-Chan News, um, we'll be talking about this. I'm, I'm sure we'll have a, a, a news bit on this right here. But A-Chan, Miami, Mike McDaniel, saying that he didn't suffer any setback prior to Week 12's matchup. It was a precautionary hold him out of Week number 12. So... Fully expect HN to be back on the saddle. Um, so expect that. We'll see you all later. Appreciate you all. Thank you to all my, my $20 super chatters and all my super chatters in general. You don't have to drop 20 to get my thanks. I, I work for you. I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, Eli, 
uh, Chisel, Gorilla, and then Grump with the $20 Super Chat. Would appreciate you. Uh, LOL, LOL, appreciate you. Johnson, James Johnson, Mac, uh, uh, Christian, appreciate you. Um, uh, I don't know what some of these names are. Keola, appreciate you. Dark Knight, my man, Michael Vick, appreciate you. Mamba and Murph, I'll see you all tomorrow.